1: Welcome to Spanish I keep presents. It's Riza, Oscar, Tony, and myself, Carlos, here to have a good time, take names, and, and ass kick later, or something like that. i okay. sure. That's right. That's all a good right. time for me, baby. We're, we're I'm... taking oh, names and yeah. ass. kicking ass. Take names chewing and kick gum. Ass. I think we chew gum as we go. Right, Oscar? That's how it goes.
0: Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm here to <laughs> kick ass and chew gum, and I'm all out of chewing gum. That's, That's from? That's it. That's from uh, Roddy Piper. <laughs> What?
1: <laughs> what?
0: Raisa, what are these two I talking
1: about? I
2: don't know.
1: That's from the Alien movie. Yeah, they live. Oh, yeah, they
2: Roddy, live. Roddy Piper. Yeah.
0: Oh, the yeah, the
3: Alien movie. Yeah, Did yeah, yeah.
0: I say
2: that right? La segunda, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, the it's Roddy one. Piper. But most people say Rowdy. rowdy oh, okay, okay, okay. But you gave him. You were not. You were not about Listen, the nickname. You were I just straight got. Up <laughs> I
1: just got put on the spot because
0: so my brain doesn't like
1: that came out. Roddy Piper. Oh my <laughs> this is more like a porn name. But anyway. <laughs>
0: Actually, Roddy, yeah. Roddy Piper. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Damn. Anyway, I have a little peek for today. Mm, okay. To Go I-, Go to to know, I just wanted to know what kind of stuff y'all watched when you were kids. Like, let's mm. let's play rewind and let's take it all the way back. And tell me, like what kind of stuff were you into? What were your some of your favorite cartoons, TV shows? What kind of clothes you wore back when you were in elementary school? All that wow, stuff. Wow. Damn. Oh, that's a lot. That's a woof. lot. That's
2: a lot. Woof, woof, yeah, just paint woof. me a
0: just paint me a picture of, you know, your seven-year-old self. My seven-year-old self. Mm. Yeah. I was a little uh, Cuban boy in Mexico. <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
2: Go ahead. Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> The only time we had cable was when we lived in Mexico, so that we could have there was one channel that had American shows. It sort of like mm-hmm. compiled the best of American shows. So I remember I like the cartoons would be like the gummy bears, Wuzzles, Cubert. Oh my God, um, Wuzzles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and snorkels. snorkels yeah. And I, Wait, I do no, remember
0: it's the snorks it's not snorkels
3: <laughs> I don't remember it's the snork snor- snorkel
2: <laughs> it was a
1: companion it was from the same people that did the Smurfs so they had the snorks right. oh. the snorks Come it was under, the underwater underwater snor- yeah. basically underwater Smurfs
2: That's exactly yeah, right essentially. essentially Nunca Pitufos huh. <laughs> 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 en español that's, No, no se Pitufos
0: Wait so what what kind of stuff were you wearing as a 7 year old
2: Yes <laughs> um Tony
0: what were you wearing
2: well oh god ew. i was I was, a, I was a big madonna fan and i loved really? michael jackson oh yes honey so bunny. you were dressing oh, wow. like madonna and Jack- have, michael
3: jackson at legs? seven
2: no i dressed i wish no i dressed the same as i do now oh
1: <laughs> so then there's no Old bearing baby. into it i was a really big of madonna what did you wear yeah i Nothing wanted yeah <laughs> related to that
2: <laughs> i was dressed then like a virgin
3: okay okay all right i have a visual i'm not sure madonna
1: a a
0: super fan of madonna he dressed like a oh my god all right all right Right, what about you what were you like seven years take us back take us back
3: um well i was probably wearing my little havana baseball uniform on a saturday morning because i had baseball practice every saturday morning and when i would come home Then I would be able to watch the cartoons that were still on, unless I caught some before when I was getting ready if I woke up early. But, you know, a bitch hates to wake up early. Um, (laughs) Always. I've literally always been, I don't know about you guys, but I've always been like, I've never, I'm sorry, not always, I've never been someone that likes to wake up early like I've i'm always, always the one that's never
1: that,
0: been somebody yet.
3: yeah i don't know i said that all double negative and now whatever you know but wait would,
0: would your parents <laughs> wake you up even though you didn't have anything to do that day Um. Oh, yeah
3: yeah sometimes yeah tiene que levantar a limpiar, a limpiar. like on like <laughs> or like somebody would wake me up it's a cuban house with a bunch of cuban kids and a uh-huh. mom and a dad that like everybody thinks they're yelling but they're really just talking normally to me um uh, but it's loud, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like around that age, yeah, I was wearing that. Uh, <laughs> and then I would just come home and just like shower or or I'd be a little cochina and just stay in my uniform and just watch cartoons and TV and or play basketball outside in my uniform too, whatever, like with my baseball cleats. I was always I love to be outside. That's something about um, my family that like I remember when I was little, I used to hate. It was like, don't no, get off the TV, go outside and play or everything was go outside and play. And, like, now I look at kids and I'm like, yo, nobody wants to go outside and play. They mm. want to be on their fucking computers and their iPads and their phones and their Zoom, everything, right? Which is, I yeah. get it. It's fine. Tec- technology is cool, How whatever. How was I going to
1: listen to this podcast? Yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> but I guess, like, I think about it. And I'm like, I really didn't play a lot of video games. I didn't play a lot. Oh. I didn't watch a lot of stuff all the time because we were always, like, doing sports or, like, forced to be outside and do something.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I had, you know, it's like uh, I had it all pretty much mapped out when I was seven years old. I I didn't get cable until a year before after. So everything changed because I was Mm -hmm. I had access to a bunch of stuff like Nickelodeon and all that. That's how I learned English. But I did what I was, you know, the real Ghostbusters, I think, was obviously one of the, <gasps> my favorite animations Oh, yeah. That I my God. Okay, yes. Carlos, yes. are you ready? Are you ready yes. for this?
0: Yes. What? Okay, so you know why it's called the real Ghostbusters? Yes, absolutely. You right? know why it's called. Why? The real tell
3: them. Tell me. Oh, my
0: go ahead, God, ask I love this. I love Because so back in the day, so Ghostbusters is really, the really movie that we know. Yeah. That's not the first ghostbusters that existed. No. So way back in the day, I want to say late 60s or early 70s, mm-hmm. there was a show called The Ghostbusters that was like a sort of Laurel and Hardy type show with like a, a man in a gorilla costume. And so when Ghostbusters showed up, they were like, "Yo, you stole our name." So well, they, tried, they tried they tried to
1: the Ghostmasters Ghostblasters tried everything and they kept coming exactly. back to Ghostbusters so so uh i think it was uh, uh it was a company that they were just they were like we'll just do it and figure it out legally yes after. <laughs> uh,
0: i want to say warner brothers was no no i wasn't like Warner that. Brothers. it's the one it with
1: it? the mgm no oh my god i've seen it in my head
3: paramount uh, i no. don't know are we just okay. throwing out names
1: <laughs> universal that's not a bad guess. universal there it is universal, universal. honey bunny mm-hmm.
3: Honey yeah, Bunny. You know, of course, Universal a...
1: Studios is the one that had it. Of course, exactly. The Universal, <laughs> Picture, Universal yeah. Pictures. Uh,
3: okay. uh,
1: but did you? But then it gets deeper. It gets deeper because uh, because what happened was, Filmation was the the company that's that right. was in charge of doing He Man, and oh that itself, my god, He Man. They had issues because that was problematic because they were ripping up Conan, but that's another story. But uh, the point is uh. that that uh, when Ghostbusters came out, uh, then. The filmation was like, "You know what? since there this is a weird loophole, let's take the rights of the old one and make a cartoon. Hmm. so then uh, what they did is they put out a cartoon version of the original series that was completely different and was called Ghostbusters, which is why when Ghostbusters the movie, the universal movie came out with the 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 cartoon, they decided to add the real so that people <laughs> Would realize that it wasn't the old and that mm. led to a lot a of shady shitty shady moments shady when do. we went renting for movies oh, and we oh. somebody would put the tape of of the Ghostbusters as opposed to the real when I would try to rent to see like the cartoon and it would be Awful because I didn't have access to drive back, so I'd be stuck with this thing like with the ghost. That's why there's yes. like a there's a not a hatred, but I think for a lot of kids that were like almost like duped into watching the other thing that you didn't want to watch. Oh
0: yeah, which is so old and dated. Yeah,
1: it's yeah. like what what? What a yeah.
3: traumatic experience, Carlos just led so, us into. <laughs> yes,
1: I do know why they call it the <laughs> Oh
3: my god, I like I feel like for someone that has been told many many times. Since I've been growing up, that I remind them of a cartoon, just in general, not any cartoon specifically, but I feel like I'm constantly being told I remind people of cartoon. And I didn't watch that many. So maybe that's why I don't know. I'm like
1: But I, I was outside too. like I was gonna say. I like, was definitely part of like I was in Little League. We it was go playing outside was definitely important. So it was a I think it was a balance because technology hadn't cut up to the point where we're all like, I was very much obsessed with Nintendo. I got Nintendo when I was like six years old. Yeah. So I had Nintendo. But it was also like a social activity where I would go to. It would be with friends. I mean, I would play by myself, but it was like we would go to people's houses to play, or they would come to my house. It yeah. was still a very much like a like a physical social thing um, because we didn't have the internet uh, yeah. then.
3: I read the Sunday cartoons every morning. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Oh, <laughs> so awesome. I'm like
3: I don't know, my what dad that would the funny statements? the funny papers? The funnies, Yeah, my dad would pull that out for me cuz he, he reads the newspaper every day. Oh. I do remember a couple cartoons, which mm-hmm. I would say I like I had to like do a quick search to like refresh my memory honestly. Um and I remember, okay, so obviously we have like the Rugrats and like you know, like the ones that we all know, but I Specifically, remember, like, these were certain cartoons that I loved watching, were Recess.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, Recess. Pinky and the
3: Brain. <gasps> oh, yeah. mm-hmm. oh! um, mm-hmm. Tiny Toons. Was-
0: yeah. Tiny mm-hmm. Toon Adventures. Recess it- came an- later, but yeah, Tiny
1: Toons, early 90s. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Animaniacs.
1: Pinky and the yeah, Brain. That was, was a symbol. Yep.
3: It. Hey Arnold. Yeah. This one is old. I watched this like the old ones, um, the Bobby's World. I used oh, to love. Oh, Bobby's World. Yeah, yeah.
1: Here, yeah. 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 Howie Mandel.
3: <laughs> pro- yeah, pro-
1: um, I used to watch I- it in Spanish.
3: Oh, really? Because they used to, to have TV.
1: it. I actually never watched it in English because when they were showing it on TV, it was was before I got cable, so I would watch oh. Bobby's World in Spanish and, and Muppet you- Babies.
3: Muppet Babies. I don't. I don't. I oh, kind of probably watched babies. that. Yeah. I'm um, like. But I just don't remember what was the lineup, I guess, is what I'm, what, like, I was, like, the lineup. Because oh. I feel like every Saturday, like, you know, it was, like, Friday yeah. night was, like, It seemed CGI- like you F. were
0: watching, you were watching, like, Saturday morning cartoons on ABC, it feels yeah, like.
3: Or yeah, or something yeah. So did you yeah. Watch like that. that.
0: Did you watch Doug? I did was watch Doug. Doug th- part of your thing?
3: Okay. Nobody ever uh-huh. knows what that means, and I do it all the time. The... <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 I, I love, yeah. You can't go on because yeah, like, we'll get charged. Yeah, I know. Right, I know. Right, 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 right.
3: Um, right. Yeah, but I'm like, I also watched a lot of Disney. We did watch a lot of like mm. the Disney movies and all those like Disney cartoons and stuff like that. But... We've talked
1: about this before because there's a Saturday morning cartoons, but there's also the Disney afternoon, which was... Exactly. <gasps> <gasps> Iconic. DuckTales. Yeah, DuckTales. we Coming back from school, DuckTales gummy bears mm-hmm. tailspin coming yeah, yeah, rangers yeah. So which are those, all coming back <laughs> yeah they're all coming back and those yeah. for
3: sure I always I always watch because again those were later so I was able to catch them after like my like practices and stuff like that or my whatever but um I was also gonna say uh do you guys remember like proud family and oh, um
1: oh my god they it Oscar about, cartoons. about uh, proud
3: no. I yeah the but proud there was another one
2: not so uh, proud. Na- um,
3: Something's uh, World? Uh, no, um, no. It was in Bobby's World. It was another one. It was a Beakman's Black family. World. I think there was another Black family cartoon that I used to watch as well. That it was like...
0: On the Disney Channel?
3: No. I think this one was like uh, kind of naughty.
0: Naughty? Like, oh, naughty? Ba- like naughty like... World. It was bae- a movie. Bae-
3: yes. There you go. It was that a bae- movie. Oh, bae- Bebe's yeah, Kids. Oh, the movie? Oh, bae- oh, kids. Bebe's
1: Kids. Oh, kids. Bae- kids. That,
3: that's mm-hmm. why it was like kind of naughty. We figured
1: but, yeah. it out thank yeah, you yeah
3: sorry it. guys I'm not good with the cartoons
1: but yeah it was with Tone, tone, tone Lock was it the, the, boy, the guy that was doing
3: the voice yes um, I don't I literally just remember it being naughty
1: yeah, I just yeah, yeah. It. it was baby's kids it wasn't mm-hmm. and it was you know what I had it when you said that this was around the time that E! had just started and they had the, like, I just have a very strong visual of, like, the early signage of E! Entertainment. Like, that was, like, oh, wow. where I used to watch that. Oh Yeah, yeah. well, because they also, like,
3: rerun, they would rerun it a bunch and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of, like, wow. my cartoon okay. stuff. Okay. I don't know. Uh, do you guys have any other ones? What about you, Oscar? Oscar,
0: Sorry.
2: yeah.
0: Um, I was... Uh, so I watched a lot of stuff that was because you know, I watched stuff in Colombia. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you have the American we had, channel? We did you not have the American this. channels, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So we would watch stuff in my black and white TV. So everything was in black and white. Um, and you know, like in Colombia, everything is sort of like five years too late. Like, I would say even more than five years. So growing up, the stuff that I would watch is like specifically anime. Because anime, oh it, messenger, like Matt. Thank you. Yeah, messenger. We would I, somehow the anime stuff didn't really translate from like Japan to the U.S., but Mm-mm. it went. It just went right to Colombia. Mm. Yeah. So I a lot I, of I was Latin American raised, countries. I think uh, exactly. Yeah, yes. For sure. Yes. That's oh my god. So straight up, hmm. straight up, the stuff that me and my cousins would watch religiously. Super Campiones. Oh. Do you know oh, that one? I it's know. a soccer anime. That it's like, and you know, I don't care about sports, but back, I mean, in Colombia, first of all, soccer is life. Football is life. And um, <laughs> Super nah, Campiones was an I've anime never heard, that was like...
3: I've never heard you say that. Football is life. I
0: know. Football well, is life. football. Oh, yeah. To, uh, to seven-year-old like- me... Who didn't play sports, I knew that I was okay. like, oh, He's auditioning for Ted Lasso. We had a two. little,
1: when I was tiny, tiny, we had Messenger and uh, G-Force. you remember that? Of Fuerza course, force And that was like, G-Force. that's the extent of the anime that I grew up watching in Puerto Rico. Oh, but not a lot of like I see. And I feel like there's some other, but I can't. But yeah, I think for those me, were the
0: most. For me, it was that Super Campeones. It was definitely mm-hmm. Voltron. Voltron. Oh, yeah. Probably, oh, my like, God. Thing. I think and I then, remember that.
1: But I connect I... Voltron with like Silverhawk and like. Oh, I yeah. I think that's of more course. that. I, I connect that with. Uh, yes. With, is yes, Thundercats yes, in that? Thundercats, yeah. Universe. Thundercats,
0: <laughs> yeah. But it, <laughs> Thundercats wasn't an anime. Like, that's all I watched. And to me, the big thing that I watched is, and I, I got to talk about it in a podcast that I, I love, because no one knows this anime, it's called Caballeros del Zodiaco. Nope. And it was
3: Zodiac. The in... Sowako. Oh, Zodiacos,
2: Zodiacos. I
3: thought <laughs> I, oh, I, like, I was like Zodiac, Caballero's I
2: heard that <laughs> too, Riza.
0: I was like, was oh. I, was like yeah. I
3: know you love horoscopes and all that, but damn, that started young. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but nice. it was.
0: It was. It, literally, that was the show. It was oh, these yeah. defenders. In, in in Japan, it's called Saint Seiya, and it in English it's called Saint Seiya. So if okay. you search Saint Seiya, you'll find them. But I know them mm. as Caballeros del Zodiaco. And it was these warriors, very, very... I mean, and this is like pre-Power Rangers love. Because that was my obsession when I came to the U.S. Was yeah. Power Rangers. Um, but it was all of these warriors that, like, fought for a Zodiac. So there was, like, the leader of Arias... Capricornio, oh, so, you know what I mean? Okay. And it was an anime that... And like, when they oh, came together, they God. formed Walter Mercado. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the oh, Megazord my of, God. of Latin America. <laughs> Truly. Yeah, but that was my vibe. That was my
2: vibe. I, <laughs> I love a Walter Mercado animated series. Can I you
3: mean, imagine? We, we, need we need it. We need it.
2: But...
1: Wow. We also, I also, well, we think we should wrap it up, but I think we also, I also had a second life uh, in terms of when we had cable, but I didn't get Fox till later, till I was like 13. Mm -hmm. And that opened up a whole new, like with the Simpsons, uh, Baywatch, uh, Married with Children, uh, Power, Power Rangers. All that stuff was like, I, I I I had always heard of it, but I would never be able to see it until Fox finally came to Puerto Rico. And I was like, <gasps> it was such yeah. a huge like, yeah, so that was fun.
3: Yeah, yeah. I feel like, I mean, obviously at some point, like we all probably like watched a bunch of like the same one, you know, because like we I think we also came up in a time where cartoons were they were like really big, like not that they're mm-hmm. not now, but I think like they were, like, really, really, really big. And because, like, now I even think about it as an adult, and I'm like, everybody would be like, watch BoJack, watch BoJack. I'm like, I don't want to watch a cartoon. I'm an adult. And then I watched BoJack, and I loved it. Then I watched mm-hmm. Big Mouth, and I fucking loved it. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. clearly, I just love, like, cartoons that are naughty.
0: Well, it's it's interesting because the media <laughs> because the animated... The animated medium has evolved yeah. that's just for children, you know? Yeah. You don't have cartoons just for children. And also, with the rise of like shows like Spongebob, you have... Cartoons that are for children, but Brent also for adults as well. Yes, Randy and Stimpy, Stimpy. Jimpy, huge, Beavis him, and
1: know. ButtHead.
0: Beavis and ButtHead, Daria. So you know, you have those shows that transcend age. You know? yeah. So yeah. Tele- Liquid like, Television was a huge. Yeah, 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 Television. Yeah, that's why I like. I, I, I need to say Ninja yeah.
1: Turtles because I didn't bring it up, but obviously in the in the late eighties, like when I was a, yeah. Ninja Turtles. I was, watched those
2: too. You did yeah. Carlos?
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, this is how I. Uh, you can find out about wow, this. Wow, you learn about something me. every day? Every day. <laughs> <I>, every day. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, Full uh, you guys, let's let's pick an episode from the teenage mutant ninja turtles and watch it over
2: a yeah.
1: cafecito break. Uh, okay. okay. Case of the killer pizza.
3: Okay. Dale mira he knew the episode.
1: Mira. <laughs> or the return of the neutrinos. One of the other. <laughs> oh,
4: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: That's my yeah. baby animal impression from Muppet Babies. Oh. Uh.
4: Oh,
2: oh okay. I thought you were doing an Alpha Five impression. Yeah. Oh, that I too. I too. I yeah, I yeah, I yeah,
1: Zordon. I oh know. my God. yeah, <laughs> aye, <I> Zordon.
2: <laughs> so good. <clears throat> Thank you. Okay, Dale. <laughs> what kind of fun is waiting for you at Kings Island? The holy cow! We're way too high, and here comes the drop.
1: Kind of fun. The make-a-splash-all-summer kind of fun. The I-can't-believe-I-ate-that-whole-funnel-cake-let's-get-another kind of fun. But most importantly, at Kings Island, you'll find, for
2: the fun of it, kind of fun. Don't wait to start your fun this season. Kings Island is now open weekends.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Space has the long lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist. You'll be inviting everyone over from barbecues to girls' night. The kids can even host their friends.
4: Whoa, it smells amazing!
0: Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy, the way fragrance should be. Now, that's a breath of fresh Airwick. And we are back from our cafecito break, and joining us to excuse me, slurp, slurp. We are back from our cafecito break. I was worried about that. I know. Uh, I I I was about to miss that. Tony was not going to. I was going
3: to wait to call you out, but I
0: know. But luckily, I I, I caught myself. But Mm -hmm. regardless, today we are joined by the iconic. I mean, a staple in any Latinx person's life. I mean, it's the fabulous alisa ray is here today oh hey. my god hey.
4: thank you so much for having me you guys have like the best frequency so i'm so excited to be part of this alignment
0: right yes oh. yes. Yes. yes we love yes. to yes. hear yes. that yes, yes. <laughs> it's kind okay of a big so, deal kind of a big yeah. deal uh, yeah. yeah huge deal listen I, i'm i'm fanboying hard right now because for those of you who uh aren't familiar with Alisa least work. I mean, shame on you, number one. But number yes. two, I bet <laughs> you if know. you probably already do but you don't know. Yeah, but you do. yes. Yeah. But you yeah. Do, I mean, but you <laughs> know. Mm-hmm, let's. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's break it down. You were in all that. Oh
4: uh, yeah.
0: You were in OG, the, OG, OG, the legit
4: OG. That. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But I can't say about all that.
0: You were in the Proud Family. Yeah. Another an animated I mean, I'm obsessed Banger. with the Proud Family. Just like La Cienega is yes. iconic, one of the <laughs> best Latinx animated characters ever of all time, Woo! period. For sure. Period. You were in passions. You were in spider games. A show I was obsessed with. Wow. Okay.
4: Listen, you have no idea.
0: MTV Spider Games? Come on now. All right, all right. Alisa, you oh my gosh, you you're you're just literally iconic. You're literally Aww. iconic. How I love are you? Business.
4: I'm so good. That was, that okay. was like,
0: can I just have now, you, you like do
4: my intro in life on the daily? With,
0: with pleasure. Oh my God. I mean, I don't dream. know.
3: I don't know about you, but I had like a montage of you like in my head as he was like yeah. saying it. I literally was just like, oh my God, like everything I was obsessed with, like watching. Absolutely. Most of
1: like, us are, truly, yeah. are doing what we're doing because those were the things that, that totally inspired us when we were growing up. So for yeah. that, hmm. I feel
4: blessed to be a part of a lot of nostalgic things that like now with all that and The Proud Family coming, you know, back with their relaunches. It's been a a really serendipitous full moment for me. I've been in this game for like 30 years. Mm. And, you know, I I feel like those two shows in particular, all that and The Proud Family, with the diversity, with the, you know, trip down memory lane, and with the previous fans and now the new fans for the new generation. It's like, you know, you have the parents and then their kids now getting acquainted It's kind of like, you know, the best dosage of magic that I could have ever have asked for. So I feel immensely blessed to still be doing what I love and being Latina and playing all these roles that are definitely, um, you know, a forefront for the Latin culture. So it's it's definitely been an amazing journey thus far. Oh, my
0: gosh, for real.
4: And like speaking of like of you saying it too, like like
3: the you know the reboots and like you know bringing back things like I will say I'm one of the people that usually I'm really anti for reboots like I've said this on the podcast so the okay. listeners will know but I'm going to tell you right now all of your reboots are like the ones that I'm like no I wanted this for such a long long time cuz I just feel like they're so iconic and good and like you guys are just gonna, like, crush, like, the fuck out of this. Like, I can't wait, because I, I, I'm I so right. excited.
0: <laughs> and also the big thing, too, for me, is, like, those shows, specifically All That and The Proud Family, I think are evergreen. You know what I yes. mean? Like, you capture... Yeah. I mean, all that is very 90s, yes, 100%. But, like, yeah. if you watch an episode of All That today, it still holds up. You know what I yeah. mean? You yes. have kids. Yes. I mean, the most talented group of kids. I mean, you saw that as a kid, and you're like, yo, I could be this the person. Thing
1: when you were that age, you were like, this is the OK, this is the thing that I want this is the only way. The only yeah. thing that I see that I could actually work out at, at 15 or 16 is this thing. Nothing else like there was, you know, SNL's tool like it was the perfect. Ex- yeah. ex- that's
3: what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like SNL She's was spot. definitely. Yeah. that. De- yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, definitely being at, at such a young age and doing a show like all that on Nickelodeon. And being the only person out of Manhattan, New York, because I'm from New York, shout out mm. to my East Coast. Oh, yeah. Even though I reside in the West, I get the best of both, <laughs> mm. um, you know, and and being Latina and being the only Latina on mm. on all that. You know, everyone was like, was that a lot of pressure? I was like, no, of anything, that was an honor because I know little kids are going to be able to sit down and relate to me. And it's the same thing with the proud family having another project that's animated that is a very unique magical essence in its own with it being so diverse and having such a diverse cast such as you know tommy davison carlos mencia yes. you know everybody the list goes on and on um I, I i feel like tv's not like the way it used to be so like you said having these shows be brought yes. back it, it's if it ain't broke let's do it you know what i mean right? yes yes if it ain't yes.
0: broke let's do it again exactly do it again. <laughs>
3: yeah 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 i'm like it i literally broke, like <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I have to take back my my previous my previous statements like of a year ago because I'm like mm-hmm. I like I legit.
1: It or I retract. Like, it's okay. It's okay. To yeah. Retract. I'm just Normalized waiting for the retracting. right. I'm, I'm, I'm normalizing for the
3: apology video. I'm taking right, so. it. No, I'm taking it. I'm mm-hmm. look. I'll take it. I'll take it, guys. <laughs>
0: How did you get started in the performing arts? Was that something that you were passionate about at an early age? How did you discover it? How did you find it?
4: Oh yeah, like three years old, I try to stick my head in the TV and my mother, (laughs) God rest her soul, was like, honey, that's not the way you're going to get to Sesame Street. I was like, okay. So literally I took some four by sixes that were like crimped hair, black and white. I looked like I was wearing like a prom quinceanera dress representing. And by the grace of God, you know, I, I got picked up by an agency and literally the first thing I auditioned was a Honey Nut Cheerios commercial. And it was a SAG commercial, a Union oh commercial. Goodness. And I booked it. And I joined oh SAG God. in 1990, even wow. though I'm immortal. So, you know, I will never tell. <laughs> I was but- about to be like, are you? Damn.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
4: Give I, me your potion.
1: You got some to act. I'm Keanu still 11 Reeves years blow.
4: old. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> but no, I, I've known. I mean- For a long time, I wanted to be in the business. I always was kind of like, you know, the one like, Mina, look at me. I want to sing. I want to dance for my family. And I would say probably by like seven or eight, things got really going for me. And then I got a a nationwide casting call from my manager about an untitled sketch comedy show on Nickelodeon. It wasn't even called all that. And Brian Robbins, shout out to him, who's now the president of Nickelodeon, was the creator of all that. And he was coming off of a show called um, Head of the Class. So oh, wow. basically, oh, wow. you know, yeah. they have this amazing sketch comedy idea. And I remember getting off the plane in Orlando, Florida and going straight to the trailer and meeting Keenan and Kel and Josh and all my co-stars and Lori Beth and Katrina and Angelique and going, oh, my God, what we have is magic. And then the minute we were on stage, it was just like an explosion and being in front of the lives to the audience. When we finally got that affirmation with the laughter, like I knew mm-hmm. that the show was going to go and then having the iconic different guest stars, like mm. Aaliyah got to rest her soul and TLC yeah. singing the theme yeah. song, Left Left Eye got to rest her good? soul. You know, it just was like so magical and so ahead of its time. So I knew when I was waiting for it to come back and now being able to be on the new season, helping pass down the torch, playing Kiki the Island Girls 25 years later, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, and,
4: and new characters and seeing the new kids just really resonate with with me and being little versions of us i mean it was just it was really surreal i was very emotional and i was kind of anxious getting back but then once i was on set it was like it's i like never nothing. left
1: yeah yeah that's great yeah. That's, how um, that's how you know
4: that's yes. so
3: beautiful do you did you guys um so i i always i think about this with like iconic shows like like all that and you know other ones did you guys stay like in touch like
4: uh for still like till now when you're like oh my god like is it or is that oh, like oh yeah I starting- mean, I'm, I'm in touch with keenan i'm in touch with josh Aww. and Lori beth and kel and you know all all of them i mean i think it's a frequency that is never going to get stale yeah we met each other at such a young age i mean i was 12 turning 13 and i was wow. on the show from like 12 to almost 16 and then coming back now as an adult it, it trips me out how literally i think that friendship because we all started together I mean granted like Kenan Thompson was coming off the Mighty Ducks so he's been doing some things but a lot of us like this was like my first series regular role as it was Mm. for some of my other co-stars so no matter what I think we all know because it was so magical that It's that respect that we're like that tribe and and we're always going to have that love no matter where we are in our life. We can always pick up a conversation from where it left off, if that
0: makes any sense.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I can totally see that. So
0: you moved from New York and where in New York are you from exactly? manhattan manhattan Ooh, nice I started i'm, I'm on from the Queens. so
4: okay okay <laughs> i love <Eastern> Represent, coast. <laughs> east coast all right i started on the lower east side and then i moved uptown like the jeffersons that's my job
0: okay. nah, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. and then you moved on down to florida how was that yeah. transition for you yeah. from new york all the way to florida I orlando love, florida or
3: i love to say orlando.
4: <laughs> orlando, yeah very specific universal <laughs> as our back Yard and so yeah. on my lunch breaks I went and rode the Terminator ride.
1: Bro, what the the dream really? the literal that is dream such
0: a yeah.
4: wild thing, like it was, you such, it was that. so hard. It was such hard
3: work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to make people laugh and I got to
4: do the ride. Did and you have get to cut popcorn. the lines? I'm sure
1: you you didn't have to do the lines. Yeah, I'm like, just listen, go. I
4: gotta go shoot show <laughs> i feel like i'm not gonna lie i think we we were able to kind of like cut the lines but then there were times i was like guys this isn't really fair i think I mean, the trickiest part was getting my hair and makeup done and then you had like this tour that would go through
1: oh uh, yeah because the they would show into the makeup yeah yeah and, yeah. Yeah,
4: and i'd be like this is so awkward and i'm waving to people so like staring mm-hmm. at us you know getting prosthetics but even that was just nostalgic they don't have stuff like that anymore you know yeah. what i mean no. access know? to the,
1: like the tram tour yeah that's
4: yeah it was one such... of a kind yeah Wow. Yeah. well, well
1: and then like, also yeah. we're talking about this experience but <laughs> yeah. also i just saw the orange years i don't know if you guys caught ca- have you seen it I mean, that was such a fantastic trip. And you worked on it. Not only were you staring at it, but you're also a producer for yes, The Orange, Church, which is yes. on Hulu. Yes. It's and on Hulu and a
4: million other platforms. Yeah,
1: and it's great. I saw it on Hulu. <laughs> uh,
4: good. Good. Um, yeah, it's, I, it was a no brainer for me when I got contacted to originally be in it. I kind of call myself a little bit of the connector when it comes to being a producer. You know, I, I knew that I would be able to introduce them to an immense amount of talent. And I knew that what they had already was just golden. And, and Scott Barber all the way down to the rest of the, the crew that's part of the orange years. I, I literally felt that this was something that the fans needed to see. And we covered everything from like literally the beginning. To present time, yeah. all the way down to like the first female president, Geraldine Laybourne, and and for me, um, as a, as as a producer, it just made sense. I mean, I've always done kid friendly content, so I couldn't say no to it. Just being on camera as talent, I had to like get my hands dirty, and it's been great working with Gravitas, who picked up our project, and and now you know we've been able to find it a home, and it's been accessible. You know, and it came out last November and now it's available. You know, so if people want to know how to find out about it, go to orangeears.com because right yeah, there you can find out to watch it. Super yeah, comprehensive. Yeah. Super
1: comprehensive. Because I had seen some stuff on YouTube, but like nothing all like put together mm-hmm. in such a, a great fashion. So I really appreciate it for sure. Oh,
0: yay. And the cool thing you. about the Orange Years is that the thing that I didn't realize was that there were so many powerful women behind the yeah. scenes at Nickelodeon mm-hmm. and how. I mean, the power, like the power showcase in that documentary is like stunning. I was just like in awe of these women who were just like, we're going to take risks. We're going to take chances. And every risk they took paid off in a major way.
4: So it's worth watching.
0: I I I can't recommend it enough. It's fantastic.
4: I mean, we have, we have, you know, uh, Mark Summers, Phil Moore, Melissa Joan Hart, you know, like uh, Keenan and Cal. I mean, the list goes on and on. You name it. Everyone and anyone from Nickelodeon is in it. And I mean, I. It, there's just never enough time to add everybody, you know, like, yeah. you know, certain people surface after the fact. And we're like, no, but
1: sounds like it like, sounds like a sequel. Sounds
3: like it's like forgetting someone's birthday. You're like Ugh.
0: expansion.
3: Yes.
4: Yeah. But I feel like we covered the basics for sure.
3: Yeah. Yeah. There, There's for sure so much to cover for like something like that too. imagine like that's that you guys are doing the work like for real. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Okay. Um. So you just actually mentioned how you had been doing, you know, like kid friendly stuff and all of this. But you also were on one of my favorite uh, soap operas that I used to watch okay. with, with, my bestie, Passions. Yeah. Um That was also a very iconic, you know, uh, soap opera. Like it was, it was like it was to like at least it for was maybe like, quirky and
4: different. And yeah. You, yeah, yeah,
3: there was some, there was, there was like you know, it, it was the, exactly what you said. Like stuff would come out that like I wouldn't see like on a Days of Our Lives or something like yeah. that. That I did also watch and like even like the like Latino like telenovelas from like Mexico yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. I love that so how was that for you like transition wise because you know we watched you grow up on all that and then mm-hmm. now you're on this like super like cool like soap opera which is <laughs> it's, it's different you know
4: mm-hmm. I, I, for me the transition I think it was a little you know it, it was a challenge because everyone like to this day they still are very like Nickelodeon Disney I'm like but I'm also an adult and I have yeah I have grown up you know but at the same time um, you know, I think it was all about just the right roles. I mean, after all that, I actually moved on to a show called One World. It was a Peter Ingle show, and it was like oh. Saved by the Bell, New Class, mm. Hang Time City Guys, and my show One World. And it was about a bunch of adopted brothers and sisters. That's right. Oh yeah. my gosh, oh, I yeah. watched that. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> you just unlocked
4: the, the, <laughs> no. the Hang Time, the Hang Time, yes, right? That I was played, a I played Marcy Blake and I actually won a Hollywood Reporter for Best Young Star Award for that show and That was really, really iconic. Raven Simone gave me my award at the time. and So cool. um, That transition I did for three years, and then that kind of moved me Mm. out of sketch comedy into sitcom. And then literally after that is when I embarked on doing, like, you know, guest stars on NYPD Blues, Six Feet Under, Without a Trace, you know, and things like that. And then when the Passions opportunity came, I remember it was kind of trippy. I was just talking to my husband the other day about this. I came on to Passions. Playing a character named Kelly that was in a storyline with the Chad and Whitney characters. And then after a couple episodes, they sit me down and they go, Okay, we have an idea. Because at the time a lot of people don't know, but I also sing. So I was in a girls' group with Hollywood Records. We were called Three G's. We had a song on the Princess Diary soundtrack. Oh. And yeah, it was called Second Chance. I'm yeah. a jack of all trades. You know not, you really, like, I mean? It, you really are. <laughs> and and passion sat me down to go, we have a new character. Her name, and I kind of loved it. It was kind of cute. It was like Sydney Valentine. Yeah. And they're like, She's going to be a recording artist. And you know, we know that you sing and you freshly have a record deal. Like, we would like to incorporate this. So they gave me some lines. They wanted to see how I would be with the verbiage. And on the spot, they're like, we're just gonna go from a reoccurring to a series regular, even though you're completely a different character. And that's what's funny about soaps. Like, you can have your head cut off <laughs> and still
1: come back oh, oh yes is that the evil yes. twin no it's not.
4: <laughs> basically and so that's kind of what happened and and it was a great experience working on passions because after that i ended up going on to bold and the beautiful for a little bit as a recurring yes. as well and you know then you know tv and more film took off hence where i landed with animation and you know where i am today what a journey What a journey.
0: Seriously. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, you you, I mean, to speak on the jack of all trades bit, you also are uh, like a a board member on the uh, what is it? The California California Dance Dance Institute. Institute. Mm -hmm. So can you talk about that?
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, having a love for the arts, I think it's imperative to be able to work with inner city kids. So in New York City, I was with a company called National Dance Institute, which was founded by the late Jacques Damois, who unfortunately passed away a couple of days ago, he was my teacher and the founder of the company. And he was around forever, an immense light and frequency to offer the world. And so when I found out they had kind of like, you know, a brother sister company out here in California, um, it was beyond imperative that I got involved. And so once I met with the company, it, it made sense for me to come on board as like an ambassador and as a board member. And uh, to this day, you know, I'm highly involved with their galas, with their promotions, trying to get the word out there because it's for the inner city kids. It's a program that specializes within public schools and it gives kids an opportunity to learn how to dance basically for free. And so, I mean, it's it's a win-win. And then of course, you know, if you want to get more involved in the program, then you can join their SWAT programs, their celebration programs and summer camp programs, but it's a great inner city nonprofit organization that gives diverse kids an opportunity to just be creative within the arts. And like, who can say no to that, right? Yeah,
1: that's that's
4: so nice. I got all deep. (laughs) No, but but that's is is
1: there a piece of the pie that you haven't? (laughs) Yeah, I feel like you
4: (laughs) is there. Yeah, is there something? Is there that
2: that you're you're looking forward to, or you haven't? (laughs)
4: Yeah, you know, I just think I'm. I'm all about giving back. You know, I believe like what you put out in the universe, Mm. you know, comes back to you. But it's not about that either. It's just about like making people smile trying to extend that you know um olive branch and there's so many people that don't have an opportunity and if they could just creatively express themselves Mm -hmm. i mean that's the way to go that's why when i'm not on set i coach acting so i coach acting to kids and adults and that has been such a, a ray in my life because literally i've been doing it for the past decade and i love being able to teach the kids because I know what they're going through, but then teaching mm-hmm. adults because I now know what they're You're going still through. And yeah. that experience is I'm really
1: important. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. You, wow. so, you know, it's,
3: it's really interesting though, because I, I did see that you coached and I was like, that's number one, amazing because like how cool to like get to like, you know, work with someone that like you also like really like respect, like and mm-hmm. have seen their work and are like, mm-hmm. oh my God, like this person gets to like help me like with my, you know, tools. But also now that like, you know, we're even just talking about like the different types of things you've done you really do have the, that legit experience of sketch sitcom multi, you know, like different types she's of She's trying to say fam, is there are a like, lot
1: of acting coaches that have no business being acting coaches? <laughs> no,
3: no, 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 for real, but for real, but also like that haven't really even stepped foot like on these sets and don't understand, you know, like the actual like vibe of that energy anyways. And, and that's, I think very important. And like, definitely people check out her website for that because oh, you, do- so you want to get, you want to get coached
4: by someone that has been on set even more. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I I appreciate that because, you know, a lot of the teachers that I've had in the past, like some of my teachers were like Jeff Goldblum, the actor, uh, you know, Leslie Kahn, she's amazing out here yeah. in California. But the thing is, is that, you know, you want to make sure you work with someone that you're aware that's a working actor themselves. I mean, most Or if they're not a working actor that they've had, you know, dealt with that experience a little bit. Um, I mean, even most directors and producers have dabbled in acting. I think anyone in the arts, we've all been having Mm -hmm. our fair share of being a performer. But for me, it just made sense to teach. And so I, I had I had classes that I was doing in person and then the pandemic happened. And now I'm just doing everything remotely, privately. But I personally like private classes because then it's all about you you know yeah. But also yeah. a lot of
1: auditions are happening this way. So it's oh, still yeah. it's still helpful. Yeah. Rise up <laughs> I got yeah. right out
3: of your <laughs> Beat I'm like, you to I'm it. sold. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm signing up.
4: <laughs> Yay. <laughs> like... I love you all. You guys
3: are awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I also wanted to talk about, I know you have a like you mentioned singing, you do
4: have a new single out as well, yeah. correct? Yeah, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I have a song called Back and Forth, and it's out on every uh, streaming platform. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google.
1: Uh, Can I hear I it on love- Hulu? Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> on Hulu? You yeah. really love Hulu. I love
4: you.
1: <laughs>
4: I know, but he, mind you, he's on a Netflix show. <laughs>
1: yes, I <sir. laughs> I don't know I am <laughs> it's a bit
4: I can't I'm like on I'm a little behind with The Crown I'm on season 4 finally I've been obsessed with binge watching The Crown have you all seen The Crown I actually no. I haven't you're like no
1: I get,
0: no I just do love it I just don't
4: listen I think you'll love
3: this I've been binging like nine, like stuff from the 90s that I was watching like I cause all the UPN stuff like went on uh, Netflix, Netflix and yeah. I was like Moesha yeah. the Moesha game, like, the, yeah the girlfriend <laughs> like you know yes, these, yes. again like these are shows that Deepen i also away. watched yeah. like when I you were y- your shows were it's out, good to watch
1: like, it yeah. now as an adult because you see yes, the, yes. a lot of stuff mm. that you didn't pick up yes. when you were younger so that's really yeah. interesting yeah
4: but no just yeah. getting back to my music i you listen i've always had a couple singles out and available so if people want to know more about it like literally just go to elisa com, and you can literally get all my links for all my music i love to sing dance music upbeat pop music i'm i'm like you know that that j-lo frequency i love to sing dance and act so you know, know. at the end of the day you know if, if you got it flaunt it that's oh what for I said. sure
0: words yeah. to live by seriously that's it <laughs> it's
3: what i tell everybody when i walk out my house no i wish <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> that's when I dressed half-naked in Miami. And I'm like, you guys, they're like, what are you wearing? I'm like, if you got it, you fla nail That's okay. right. That's right. That is right. You guys missed the pre-recording combo between me okay? Oh, that's yeah. what it is, yeah. She knows context. the tea. Sorry, sorry,
4: Yes, you missed it. You missed it. It's what's that like? Un- it's a RuPaul show. If you haven't watched Untucked, you You're haven't gotten getting got out the whole show. Story. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> So don't get me started. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Who's your favorite drag queen on RuPaul's Drag yeah. Race, Alisa?
4: Well, this past season, um, I really, honestly loved Got. What Got, Got Mick. Mick? Yeah. Got I Mick. I was a little sad that um, Got Mick didn't win. Don't get me wrong. You know, right. I Simone loved all great. the You're other. Right. Right. I, I love right. Simone. But I feel like it would have been a really iconic moment for the LGBT community. And, you know, we don't know why what happens happens, but we do know Simone was definitely a favorite from the beginning. And I guess overall, it just was who she got partnered up with, you know, and that's kind of what that's happened.
0: Exactly what I you know. Tell everybody, mm-hmm. it was just it
4: was the way things got partnered. Mm-hmm. You, you know, know what I you know what I
3: think? I think. Elisa needs to add another thing to her resume and be hot a take, guest judge
4: take. on RuPaul's oh, Drag Race. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That's already in the works. Oh, <gasps> oh my God! Oh. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. Mira!
2: You heard the it here first. Mira. Mira. <laughs> no soy bruja, I would do it. I would, oh my
0: gosh. I would lose my mind if I saw you. Yeah, I sorry,
4: honestly <gasps> like I've been watching that show from day one and I just like I want to just be dressed up like them. It's,
3: <laughs> it's honestly, I mean, we we just uh we just had two to uh past contestants on the podcast and uh, their episodes have are about to come out but I just I just remember just like both telling both like you guys like put I mean they they just like they like drag queens put so much work and I'm like I respect that so much things, yeah. more I than feel... the
4: the way that we like I was yes, like no. you know put putting on I mean, one
3: eyelash was work for me I mean <laughs> listen I if I put moisturizer on in the morning and You're and good. I put and I put the sunscreen on top. I mean, okay, I'm like, it's a, a fancy of myself. day. it's a
0: fancy it's a, day. Yeah, it's a fancy day. day. <laughs> she dressed up.
1: She dressed up. <laughs> what are you going to prom that? It yeah. Easy.
3: It's like, okay, wow. Well, what are you going to do next?
4: Brush your hair? <laughs> I'm roasting myself at the end of this. That's great, though. You got to be listening. Now you're a good comedian. That's what they say. If you can't make fun of yourself, you can't make it up to nobody else. Mm, That's, you know? real. Mm-hmm. That's real. That's real. That's mm-hmm. real. Oh my gosh. Aliza, you were so
3: fun. We were so happy to have you on the podcast. um I also just wanted to mention before we go you are glowing looking so beautiful (laughs) um so we're very excited for everything coming out and, you know, we want to make sure that all that our fans uh, follow you on all things. Alisa, where can they follow you on the socials and um, anything else? that will Yeah, be so just
4: two things. There'll be new episodes of The Proud Family called The Proud Family Louder and Prouder coming on Disney+. Plus. I cannot wait for people to see the new episodes. We've been working really hard. We have Kiki Palmer that just joined the cast. Ah, and I oh, just I posted love her. on my Instagram, like, some new Artwork that uh, Disney is allowing us to share, and last year oh. because she kind of looks like you know a little older. She's just mm-hmm. got a little bit of a shape, and uh, I just did a bunch of new like press stuff for Disney. So I mean, get ready because this is going to be really, really iconic. And then I have a movie out called Break Even that came out in December, mm-hmm. and I play one of the leads, and it's about four friends. We Find fifty mil and we're on the run, being chased by like cops and DEA and drug dealers. So you definitely want to watch that. And And where
1: can I catch it? Is there a streaming place where I can catch?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Now you can buy that on Amazon. Okay, all right,
1: (laughs) all right. uh,
4: Just follow me on social media at Elisa Reyes. I'm pretty much on all the platforms. And if you want more information about my coaching, go to Elisa Reyes dot com
0: That's what an Fantastic. absolute delight thank you thank uh, you so much for, much for uh gracing us with your presence You're i love your you and
4: hopefully maybe we could do this again in the future this was so much fun and, oh my gosh, in yes. Yes. and hopefully in person, in person at our yes <laughs> at our future, live show
2: our future at life show future life shows yeah pick, by then
0: yeah.
4: proud family will be out so we can maybe talk more
0: Perfect. proud family stuff
3: yes i also had a quick question actually before we give our handles as well what are you on Cameo? Do you do like Yama yeah, on Cameo? Cameo. I'm on Jemmy.
4: I'm on Jemmy. I'm, on, Candy. I'm okay. on I'm on all these different sites. VitSig. I think it's a great intimate way for me to talk to fans. So, you know, my handle is Elisa Reyes. And if you go to like my Instagram and my Twitter, you I have a link tree that drops down and you can Perfect. see how to connect with me and we could just make your shout it. out so okay. special. <laughs>
3: Good. I wanted to make sure I wanted to make sure because I had talked to like a couple friends and mentioned when I was interviewing you. They're like, "Oh my god, Luciana." And I was like, "Yep." And I was, I was they were so excited. And I was like, "I wonder if she has cameo because that's like a really like cool thing to have." Cameo is awesome. If you do VOs, especially like mm-hmm. how freaking cool but yes okay good i'm glad i asked yes. you that and you plugged it Woo! all right well everybody <laughs> okay. else you you guys can follow us at spanish Aki presents on ig and at spanish Aki on twitter and you can follow me at rais alicea on instagram and on twitter
0: and you can follow me at of course it's carlos on instagram and you can follow me at ozimo on instagram and twitter and you can follow tony at frequencyfriends.com Ooh. just kidding that's <laughs> the Tony Roderick on everywhere Instagram, Twitter, etc and you can check out Spanish Chickie Presents on Apple Podcasts Stitcher, Pandora the XM app or wherever you wherever listen, you listen. Oh, wherever you listen you wherever you do it like Tony you gotta do hey. it like Tony and please leave hey. us a review on Apple Podcasts it helps more people find out about the show Alisa, thank you. Thank you. A million thank you for joining I us I love today. you. Te amo
4: mucho. Siempre mi corazón todo.
0: Eso!
3: Spanish Ike Presents is an earwolf production executive produced by me, Raisa, Tony, Carlos, and Oscar. It's engineered by Jordan Duffy and produced by Anita Flores.
0: You can follow us on social media on Instagram at Spanish Ike Presents and Spanish Ike on Twitter. Find our latest merch
1: at Potswag.com and especially look out for the Spanish Hockey Presents Apple pin set featuring
0: all of our beautiful faces.
3: Yeah, and help us get the word out by telling a friend about the show today.
0: Make sure to rate and review Spanish Hockey Presents and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen.
1: Want more Spanish Hockey Presents? Find our full archive and ad-free episodes on Stitcher Premium. Use promo code SAP for a one-month free trial at Stitcher.com slash premium.